This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. There are water woes going on in the state of Mississippi, as well as Birmingham, Alabama. Now a state lawmaker is weighing in regarding the Birmingham waterworks problems that he says needs to be resolved. State Senator Jabbo Wagner spoke on Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. As long as I've been in this political arena, I don't think I've ever gotten as many phone calls, texts, emails, complaints about the operation of any public entity or utility and i mean it's constant and i'm not alone in this you know you you commented a while ago about the mayor of birmingham and politically you wouldn't expect the mayor of birmingham to get involved in uh, an issue like this but he was very candid he was very open uh he knows what's happening just like the rest of us know and he does not like what he sees And as long as I've been in this public arena, I've just never gotten as many complaints and comments as I have on the operation of the Birmingham Waterworks Board. So the Attorney General, I mean, I've got an article here from last year where the former Birmingham Waterworks chairwoman, Sherry Lewis, was convicted on felony ethics charges uh, just about two weeks ago, maybe last week. Um, the entire purchasing department, like all the staff, were all all resigned on one day, and there's allegations potentially brewing right now of corruption there. Um, and then you've got this gross mismanagement of the ability to, you know, pay their lobbyists, and they don't want people to see the invoices they pay to all the attorneys, and it's just it's like one thing after another. It goes on and on. They they do have three lobbyists and. Uh, two of them make ten thousand dollars a month, and I think the other one makes thirteen. And of course, we have no idea what attorneys they have on retainer. Uh, I think someone has tried to get that information, but I think it's been refused. So, you know, the complaints go on and on. That's just one of them, and uh, but uh, something has to be done. And I think we've given them. Uh, full control internally to do something from within, but, you know, it's not working. When the mayor of Birmingham comes out, and, and he, he was highly critical of what's going on, and, and something's got to be done either internally or, or externally, and I guess when you speak externally, you're talking about me and my colleagues, but yeah. we hope they can fix it internally. The city of Jackson, Mississippi, is also making headlines right now due to the failure of their outdated water treatment plant following flooding last week. The Alabama Attorney General's office was successful in defending a human trafficking conviction for an enterprise man who is currently serving life in prison. 39-year-old Andy Tinker was able to get his case before the Alabama Court of Criminal Appeals. He was seeking to overturn his conviction. However, the Court of Criminal Appeals rejected that request. Tinker was first convicted of human trafficking in Coffee County back in 2021. The victim actually testified against Tinker in court, saying that if she refused to be a prostitute for him, she was then beaten and drugged up. The mayor of a growing city in southern Alabama talks about how hyper-local decisions have benefited the community of Orange Beach when it comes to breaking away from the Baldwin County School District. 
Mayor Tony Kennan spoke with 1819 Executive Editor Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. For the city of Orange Beach and our school systems, we're very old school. And we're going back to reading, writing, and arithmetic and take all the other nonsense out of it and focus on getting our kids prepared for life. Uh, you know, our, our goal is that we'll go out and make a difference in the world. And, uh, but the big thing is getting rid of the distractions that are in most school systems that has nothing to do with education. When you have your old school system and you're not part of the county or some other bigger entity schools, do you feel like that's something that, that, that sets the community apart from maybe other communities that are around? Yeah, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to us. I mean, uh, you now have 1,200 students. Your school board are, are all members of the community. They live here. The community buys in and takes ownership because everything now is locally decided. Uh, you're not trying to compete with a template of 40,000 kids and all different type of turf battles and, and uh, different philosophies. So, uh, I mean, I can already tell the difference that's made in our community. And from a financial end, uh, people moving in, property values going up. Uh, it's just, I, I, and I'm a believer everything should be local. Everything should be small. Everything should be held. Everybody should be held accountable. You cannot do that in these mega systems, no matter how hard they try. Over in Tuscaloosa, the city leadership there has approved a plan to sell medical marijuana within the city limits. The measure was passed by the Tuscaloosa City Council with a five to two vote. The medical marijuana state law requires city leadership to opt into authorizing medical marijuana businesses before any dispensaries can begin operations. The city of Coleman, as well as Coleman County, have also voted to authorize medical marijuana sales. Applications must be submitted to the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission and cost a first-time fee of $2,500. The cost of licensing per year could be anywhere from $30,000 to $50,000. In the city of Dothan, another vote was held regarding the recent firing of a city employee who was managing a child food and nutrition program, the Dothan Personnel Board voted unanimously to uphold the termination of Stephanie Wingfield for her part in false documents to get reimbursements. The attorney for Wingfield, Richard Rice, responded to this latest vote saying that his client was not involved in any dishonest actions and that the testimony that was heard by the Dothan Personnel Board was not the complete set of facts. The FBI has started to look into this case as well. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a Reuters Ipsos poll was released this week that shows approval ratings for Joe Biden dropping seven points in just one week. The poll of just over 1,000 Americans was between 449 Democrats and 357 Republicans. That is a difference of 92 more Democrats than Republicans who took part in this survey. Even though the political sides were off balance and heavily weighted towards Democrats, the poll still shows 58% of those disapproving of Joe Biden's performance in the White House and only a 38% approval rate. These polls don't seem to be phasing Joe Biden. He may not even be aware of them. Consider that last week during a speech, this is what an irate man yelled at him. You stole it! You stole it, guys! You stole it! You pedophile food! You pedophile food! Since then, Biden has gone on to hold a speech this week in which he spotted a little girl in the crowd and said this. 
Well, thank you very much. Thank you. How are you, baby? How old are you? How old are you? Almost double figures. The state of Mississippi is already announcing plans to tax the income of any residents who have their student loan debt forgiven through the federal government. Student loan forgiveness is exempt from federal income tax, but not always individual state taxes. According to recent reports from the Tax Foundation, Alabama state law is tied to federal law. New York, Virginia, and Pennsylvania are offering tax exemptions for residents there. However, other states like Arkansas and Wisconsin could follow in the footsteps of Mississippi and place a tax on this income windfall. Just days after the state of California officially started the plan to become all electric with their vehicles in the next decade, state officials are telling residents to not charge their EVs due to the power grid vulnerabilities. The record heat wave that's occurring in California is causing the power grid to be maxed out with electricity demands and thus the warning for EV owners to not charge their cars at certain times of the day and for homeowners to avoid using large appliances or putting on any unnecessary lights. This month, the state of California officially placed a ban on any sales of brand new gas-powered vehicles in that state in an effort to force any new car sales to be EV only. This is part of the next step in their attempt to remove all gas-powered vehicles from the state. Actor Alec Baldwin is being sued by the family of a fallen U.S. Marine. Riley McCullum was killed in Afghanistan, and now the widow and sisters of McCullum have filed a defamation lawsuit against Baldwin for statements he made on social media regarding the January 6, 2021 protests in Washington, D.C., Baldwin responded to a post made by Royce McCullum in which she showed a picture of herself near the Capitol building. However, she never went inside or took part in any of the riots. Baldwin apparently went on Royce's Instagram post and accused her of taking part in the unlawful destruction of government property and the death of a Capitol police officer. Baldwin expressed regret for sending money to the widow of the fallen U.S. Marine in order to help with the care of her baby. Baldwin said if he had known that the whole family were rioters, he would not have done so. The family then started to receive insults and threats from other social media accounts that followed Baldwin. They're now seeking $25 million in damages. The British government has now decided to not recommend the COVID-19 vaccine to pregnant or breastfeeding women. The UK Health Department is citing the absence of reproductive toxicity data from the Pfizer vaccine as the decision for issuing this warning. A few weeks ago, the Daily Detail reported on those clinical trials from Pfizer in which the vaccine administered among pregnant women showed a 44% fatality rate for their unborn babies. Those documents first came to light through a lawsuit against the Food and Drug Administration that forced the FDA to reveal the clinical trial statistics. Both Pfizer and the FDA were seeking to not release that information until about 25 years from now. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Phil Williams at rightsideradio.org as he continues his conversation with State Senator Jabbo Wagner. If they can't get their act together, which right now there's no reason to believe they can. I mean, right? They, they, they've, they've proven time and again that even with legislative action, they still can't seem to get their act together in any capacity. You guys are going to be dealing with it at least through a local bill, if not a statewide bill uh, coming up in the next session. What do you think? Uh, well, that's a good possibility if we don't see some improvement and some some hasty activity down at the Birmingham Waterworks Bill, that's definitely a possibility. You know, it's run by a nine-member board. I think 
Seven of them live in the city of Birmingham, and then there's one from, I think, uh, uh, Shelby County in either St. Clair or Blunt. I'm not sure where the other uh, board member is. But the city of Birmingham dominates the board with their seven members. And more than half of the customers, well over a half of the customers of the Birmingham Waterworks live outside the city of Birmingham. Yeah. But, of course, the board is dominated by uh, citizens of the city of Birmingham, which is okay if they would do what's right, if they would uh, uh, change the attitude and the impression of what's going on at the Birmingham Waterworks Board, and that has not been done thus far. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 